Welcome to the Empowered Movement Podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to a solo episode. It's been a little while since I've recorded an episode by myself, um, a little over a month ago, and a lot has happened in the past month that I probably should update you on. Some of it, um, not so good. Some of it, really amazing. So that's a super exciting time. Like always, um, Samson is hanging out underneath the table that I use to record these podcast episodes on. So if you hear any random sounds coming from the beyond, most likely it is him. He's pretty cute. He went to the vet yesterday. He's doing good. He's a little chubby, so he needs to go on a little bit of a diet, according to his vet, um, which he's not going to be super happy about, but sounds like a personal problem, Samson. So in the past month, a lot of things have happened. Yesterday was the one month anniversary of my most recent shoulder dislocation. And I say most recent because I am on the hypermobility spectrum. I am on probably the lesser end of the hypermobility spectrum, but I have some hypermobile joints. I very lovingly like to call myself a floppy human, which is um, one of the reasons why I push strength training so much is because like, I need the strength personally, and I deal with a lot of hyper mobile humans in my practice and being strong in all of the positions that we like to put our bodies in is very important, especially if we want our joints to stay in their assigned seats. Unfortunately, my left shoulder one month and one day ago decided that it did not want to stay in its assigned seat and I was full of emotions about it, quite frustrated, um, quite emotional, a little bit terrified because it happened as I was doing like a twisted grip butterfly flip. And let me tell you, coming down from a flip when your shoulder is not in its socket is an experience that I wish no one in the world ever has to experience. But as I landed on the ground, I knew well, I, as I like kicked into the flip, I realized that my shoulder had left its assigned seat and got to the ground safely. Uh, was hoping that my shoulder would just like put itself back where it belongs because that's what usually happens with when this happens. Um, this time it decided not to, so that was unfortunate. And one of the perks of being a sports chiropractor is that I knew how to relocate it myself, so I did on the dance floor, which um, zero out of 10 recommend for the average person to try and do. But since it's happened before and I knew what needed to happen, I I just did it. Um, And then afterwards, I went to an orthopedic walk-in clinic. And this is a step that potentially I could have skipped just because I knew that my arm was okay. And If you're not a provider, I would recommend that you go see someone immediately after a dislocation. But knowing the like screening test that needed to happen, I'm like, I'm 99.9% sure my shoulder is okay. But since I need my shoulder for my career, I will go get it evaluated. And I don't usually go to 
medical doctors for a lot of my concerns just because I don't particularly love the flow that happens as soon as you enter a medical office. And I very much believe that there's a time and a place for that, but I knew when I went in that it was going to be imaging, that most likely I would be prescribed some sort of medication, that I would be sent in for potentially more advanced imaging, and then I would be meeting with a surgeon. I knew this ahead of time, still decided to go in, and let me tell you, it was an eye-opening experience to be a patient in a traditional clinic. So um, go in, like the normal, like fill out 80 bajillion sheets of paper, um, waited for a while, and it was a walk-in clinic, so like that's not something that I'm like super upset about. I think I spent, ooh, I think seven minutes with the doctor probably is a stretch. It was probably closer to like less than five. Um, I'm Once again, I'm going to say that I'm biased because I know what should happen when you are meeting with a doctor to, to go over an injury, right? So I have people that come into my office with shoulder injuries, not usually immediately post-dislocation shoulder injuries, but there's a general flow that you would expect to for an exam for each area of the body. Um, and the like, quote-unquote exam that I experienced from this doctor is one that, um, let's just say it left a lot to be desired. I'm trying to find nice words, but to be very blunt, it was probably the shootiest exam that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, barely any um, like testing done. Uh, I told her that I had full sensation of my arm, wasn't checked, um, wasn't checked to see if I had strength, just basically like, oh, your shoulder's like pretty mobile. Let's go get x-rays. And um, we went and got x-rays. And what do you know, I relocated my shoulder myself fine, which was good news, but I wasn't like super worried about that. Getting the x-rays taken wasn't super pleasant, mostly because the the positioning that you have to put your arm in to get the different views of the shoulder is not super fun when your shoulder is in pain, Um, especially like immediately dislocating it. Like your muscles have a tendency to seize up because they're trying to like guard and keep that um, joint where it belongs. And so asking me to like stretch my arm out and like put my arm on my hip and like rotate it. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but I did. Took a little while for me to like get up the courage, but we got it. And the x-rays came back normal, which was great. And when the results came back from the x-rays, I met with the doctor again and she said something that has stuck with me and probably something that will stick with me for a really long time was, do you want to try and rehab this again or do you actually want to fix it? And the reason that I have such an issue with that statement is that the x-rays she had just told me looked perfect. There was nothing wrong with x-rays that she had um, just evaluated. That's the only data that she had access to was that my x-rays were fine. So for her to automatically assume that rehab wasn't the answer to fixing my shoulder, like quote unquote fixing my shoulder, immediately put into my mind that I need to have surgery. 
there was really no reason for that statement to be made. There was really no reason for me to be immediately thinking that like, oh shit, I'm going to need to have shoulder surgery. And it's something that stuck with me and weighed really heavy um, on my like heart and my soul until I met with the surgeon. And there's a few steps in between this, but it was a statement that didn't need to be said. It was a statement that really pissed me off because it downgraded like what I do as a living. I very much felt like that was like kind of a little bit of a jab at conservative care, which she knew I was a chiropractor. So it was like, why are you saying what? Like what is happening here? And then her recommendations for care until I had an MRI and met with a surgeon was to do an outdated procedure. So Rice or price, so um, protection, rest, ice, compression, elevation, or rice is you just like take the um, protection off, is an outdated soft tissue management. Um, More and more research is showing that rest and ice are not needed, especially long term. And like who knew how long it was going to take for me to get in to see the or have my MRI taken and see the surgeon. So that like multiple layers of me just being like, this is what is wrong with the healthcare industry in the country, especially like injuries that could be managed conservatively, that if um, our conservative care would have started sooner, that people potentially wouldn't have had as many issues like long-term going forward. So as soon as she told me that my head of my humerus was where it was supposed to be. My shoulder was relocated properly. Luckily I have the knowledge where I was like, okay, either way, if I'm going to need to have shoulder surgery, I need to have as much range of motion as I physically can prior to surgery. And I need to be as strong as I can prior to surgery. So I started my own rehab plan and had my shoulder evaluated the next day by a friend that is a physical therapist assistant. And then again, like two days later, by an actual physical therapist. And both of them were like, yeah, you should be fine. Like I had full range of motion, full pain-free range of motion within like two days. And then um, majority of my range of motion back the the next day. And like minimal pain, still um, like manual muscle testing, pretty strong. So overall looking like surgery wasn't going to be needed. However, that comment that she made of, do you want to rehab this or do you actually want to fix the problem stuck in my head? And it was just this like looming negative thought coming over my entire existence of like, what is going to happen if I need to have shoulder surgery? Because it is a pretty invasive, potentially pretty invasive procedure that I'm not going to be able to use my left shoulder for, which makes my career um, in jeopardy a little bit. And not in jeopardy forever, but just like, how do I treat people if I only have one arm? (laughs) And yes, there are ways that I definitely could, but it wasn't something that I felt prepared for, I guess. And not that anyone's like, you know what, I'm prepared for to have shoulder surgery and treat patients with one arm. I've obviously would have made it work, but it was just something that I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I feel like I'm 
like trying to do a bunch of things and like move forward with everything that I have going on. And this is a massive, massive step back if I have to have shoulder surgery. So luckily the um, scheduling for the MRI and then my appointment with the surgeon happened fairly quickly afterwards. Like I think it was like a week and a half that after that I had my MRI and then I met with the surgeon like later that same week. So it worked out pretty well. The MRI procedure went as well as it could. If you've never had an MRI, it's not the most pleasant experience um, by any means. And since I have a history of dislocating my left shoulder, they wanted to do it with a dye injected. And I didn't really understand that they were going to inject the dye directly into my shoulder. And I don't know why I didn't realize that. I didn't, I guess, process it until the day that I went in. I was pretty nervous about it. I thought I was going to get an IV. Um, But no, it turns out that I was getting dye injected into my shoulder joint. So part of it was really cool. Part of it was like not not super fun because it's never fun to get injections. But there is a type of x-ray that's called fluoroscopy fluoroscopy and it's like a live action x-ray so instead of just like standing still and they like take the picture you know and you can't move um it's constantly going so like I being myself was like laying on this table while it was going and like moving my arm watching on the screen my joints like my bones move it was super cool I didn't want to watch the needle go in I did but I didn't um but luckily it wasn't, I wasn't really given an option because where they had to put the like draping to keep my, like the field clean, which was my shoulder, I had to turn my head. So I like tried to look at it, look at it like out of the corner of my eye, but I couldn't really see kind of a bummer, but got, um, some dye injected in it and then got an MRI, which used like sit in like a pretty claustrophobic tube for a while. And then the days in between having my MRI done and meeting with my surgeon I think there was I think I got my MRI on a Wednesday and I had my shoulder or my visit with a surgeon on Friday and so I knew that if I found out my results and they weren't good with the surgeon that it was going to be a disaster of a visit I knew that where I was just mentally overall that hearing from a stranger that I needed to have shoulder surgery was not going to go well for me. So you as a patient can request your results from any procedure that you have. And most of the time they should be free because they are your own results. Every clinic does stuff slightly different, but I've worked in quite a few clinics and it's very odd for um, a doctor in in my experience, to charge you for your own medical records. Not saying that it can't happen, but it's pretty odd. So I went in to the hospital that I got my MRI at and got my results. I requested it like the second I got out of the MRI. I was like, let me sign the papers. As soon as they're ready, I want them. I want to see them before I meet with my surgeon. So go in the next day. And I don't think I've ever been so nervous to read words on a paper besides like that day. Um, so go get, pick up the sheet and I wanted to 
not read them. Like I wanted to wait until I was in my car to read the results, but I couldn't wait. (laughs) I couldn't handle it. So I glanced at the sheet as I was walking out and saw the word normal and then like averted my eyes and like looked down again and saw on another line that it said normal. And so I was like, okay, like two normals is like a pretty good thing. So I like as I'm walking, I'm reading it and I like my shoulder is great. It's surprising. It's like a blessing and a curse being hypermobile because on one hand, like nothing tends to to rip. But on the other hand, like it's kind of just frustrating because you're like, why does this keep happening? Why did I be born with stretchy things that are not supposed to be stretchy? So I have no rotator cuff tears. All of my muscles are normal. My ligaments are normal. My joint structure looks normal. There's some mild bruising of a few bones, which is fine because like my joints like hit each other where they're not used to being like connected. So that's not super odd. And the only remarkable thing on my MRI report is that there is some mild fraying of my posterior labrum, which most of the time when you have a shoulder dislocation, the there's labral tears is something that's pretty common. And then um, usually some bones break and they'll like just fracture like little chips but I had neither one of those, so I knew that my sh- my meeting with my surgeon would likely go well because um, I would fight tooth and nail if he were to say that I was a surgical case. And beyond the fact that with my meeting with the surgeon, beyond the fact that I assumed, which is like silly in hindsight, but my appointment was at like eleven fifteen, and so I show up a few minutes early. And, like, just forget that doctor's offices never run on time. So I sat in the office for over an hour. It was, like, a little bit over an hour and was not prepared for it. I had patients scheduled in the afternoon. Um, Definitely just, like, assumed that since my appointment was at 11.15 that I would be seen at 11.15, which is, like, LOL, Emily. Like, who, who do you think you are? What doctor's office actually runs on time? which is a whole nother issue about our medical system. But after like getting over the grumpiness of me having to sit in the waiting room forever and then sit in the treatment room for forever as well, the surgeon was really nice. He explained that there was really like no reason to do surgery and that with um, like proper rehab, I should be fine. There's some questioning about whether or not I will ever be able to do twisted grip things um and that one is like kind of a to be determined thing for the future and I had another follow-up appointment with a physical therapist earlier today and asked them about it and it's like it's definitely not a right now thing and it's potentially a, a never thing and I am still processing how I feel about that um didn't tend to do a lot of twisted grip things anyways. And then having my shoulder dislocate doing it has me like super apprehensive to even try to do it. So we will see what the future holds with twisted grip stuff for my left shoulder at least. And then potentially my right shoulder, just not twisted grip for my body. So in the meantime of me dealing with all of this lovely jazz of my left shoulder. 
I was also actively looking for a new space for my in-person business. I absolutely loved being in the pole studio and had a great start to my clinic in by having it in there. Um, however, there were a few things that like just had come up where I was starting to feel like my growth as a business was potentially being limited due to the availability that I like kind of had to have because I just had my stuff in the corner of the space. And so I like, didn't have an enclosed room and didn't want to be seeing a patient while classes were happening for a variety of reasons. So I started looking for my own space probably like a month or so before I injured my shoulder. And let me tell you, finding commercial real estate is a whole nother level of an adventure that I was not prepared for. Um, and maybe it depends upon where you are trying to find commercial real estate. It probably does just like everything, but I had narrowed it down to like three spaces and the entire city of Boise that were roughly the size that I was looking for in roughly the budget that I thought I could afford um, with my current like state of my business a month three and looked at quite a few of them and had decided that there was really one that I would feel comfortable renting only to have the landlord say, you can't have any gym equipment in this space. So that x that one space completely off my list. So I was in a tiny bit of panic of like, what am I, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this work? And the universe um, like spoke to me, I guess. And one of the gym owners that I met when I first moved to Boise, like almost a year ago, um, reached out and was like, Hey, I have a room available for rent in my gym. Would you be interested in renting it? And the timing could not have been more perfect. So I met with him, did a tour, signed a lease less than a week later, and then have been spending the past like week renovating it a little bit and getting it ready to see people. And I saw, I started seeing people in it this week. So this Tuesday and then like put the final touches on everything on Wednesday. So that is super exciting. So I have my own closed door space that is attached to a um, functional fitness weightlifting gym, um, which is super convenient because I have access to more rehab equipment than I ever could have dreamed of being able to afford in my life and so much space, so much room for activities. Oh my gosh, so excited. So that is the new and exciting updates, um, kind of biz business and personal. And things are going super well, which I'm super excited to share. And now that things are like a little bit calmer, I know my shoulder's okay. My business has a new home that it's um, settled into. I'm really excited to get back to doing more regular podcasts. So I will be checking in fairly soon about a 
topic that has to deal with um, performing artists and aerial artists. And so if you have any suggestions of topics or things that you would like to learn about, feel free to um, hit me up on Instagram. And until then, you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later. Bye.